Welcome to my mommy's podcast. This episode is sponsored by one of my favorite companies, Just Thrive, and specifically their probiotic and Just Calm supplements, which I absolutely love. If you have felt stressed lately or you ever wake up at night with frantic thoughts and can't calm yourself down and fall back asleep, these might be a solution for you. To me, those are the absolute worst nights and it happens to all of us at some point. But I finally have a solution that is an insider secret to help manage stress a little better this year and to live your best and healthiest life. Basically, you can beat stress before it beats you by adding these natural products to your daily routine. Just Thrive Probiotic and their new Just Calm. Just Thrive is taking the supplement industry by storm and with good reason. I've mentioned them before, I'm sure you've heard me talk about them, and it's because their products really work. Their probiotic supports digestive, immune, and total body health, and actually produces antioxidants right in the gut, which separates it from many other probiotics out there. Once it arrives in the gut, it acts like a personal gardener, safely eliminating bad bacteria and replenishing the good. And the best part is, It can be opened and sprinkled into any food and drinks, including baked goods. So it's the perfect probiotic for your whole family. I often sprinkle these into anything I cook, even at heat or into smoothies for my kids. And for next level stress busting and mood support, I am a huge fan of their new Just Calm. This product has been scientifically proven to quickly promote a healthy response to everyday stress. Think about sitting in traffic or picking up your kids and encourage a steady, serene, and more balanced mood while increasing mental clarity, focus, and alertness, and even supporting energy and better sleep. I'm a huge fan of this one. It's true stress management built for our modern day social media filled stressful world. And every product is backed by real clinically proven results. There's no fake marketing, no claims, no unsavory ingredients, just things that help you take control of your health again. Their products are all natural and they have a money back guarantee. So if you want to up your wellness game and beat bloat and digestive issues and reduce your stress, you can save 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm by going to justthrivehealth.com and using the promo code MAMA20. That's M-A-M-A-20 at the website justthrivehealth.com. And it's like getting a whole month for free when you do it this way. While you're there, check out all of their research-backed products for optimal gut and immune health and so much more. I am a huge fan of their products. They're a part of my regular routine, and I know that you will love them as well. This episode is brought to you by Plant Therapy, which has been my go-to source for essential oils for years. I love so many of their blends. They have an entire kid-safe line that I love because I know it's safe to use around my kids. And I often turn to many of their products, especially ones like deodorizing and tranquility that make my house smell amazing while also providing the benefits of essential oils. All of their oils are affordable and clean and they have an amazing customer service team to make sure that you love all of the products that you try. They have really pure, high quality essential oils, including, as I mentioned, a kid safe line for anyone with kids to make sure that kids are safe for whatever oils you're using because some oils are not recommended for use, especially undiluted with kids. They have testing, safety, and education with transparency that you can trust about all of their products and disclose all the ingredients in each blend on their website so that you know exactly what you're getting. Their KidSafe branded line of essential oils are safe for you and your children, and they offer free shipping and returns on all of their products. Like I said, these are a regular part of my routine in my home. They keep my home smelling amazing. I personally use their Tranquility Blend in a diffuser by my bed at night for amazing sleep. And my kids now are even in the habit of getting some of their blends started in the diffusers to keep our entire house smelling amazing. And they have very specific blends for every malady you could think of, whether it's an upset stomach or respiratory issues. Whatever it may be, they have a blend specific to that, and I always keep many, many of their blends on hand. You can find out more and get an exclusive discount by going to planttherapy.com slash VIP slash wellnessmama, and make sure to use the code wellnessmama for 10% off your first purchase. Again, that's planttherapy.com slash VIP slash wellnessmama, and make sure to use the code wellnessmama to save 10%. Hello, and welcome to the Wellness Mama podcast. 
I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com. And this episode is all about longevity and especially skin health and longevity and stopping aging, or it could be titled how to have skin that is 15 years younger than your actual age, because that is what today's guest have. I'm here with Alessandra Zanari, who is a PhD co-founder and chief scientific officer of a company called One Skin. And she has done a lot of research in that area. She graduated from the University of Minas Gerais in Brazil. And her expertise is in skin regeneration, stem cell differentiation, and tissue engineering. And she has done a lot of research into this area specifically and especially with active ingredients that benefit the skin from the outside in. I love that approach because I took a similar approach with wellness and developing oral care and hair care products of, of course, we should avoid the toxic stuff on our skin, but knowing that our skin is one of our body's largest organs, how can we then use that to our advantage with beneficial ingredients? And that's what she's doing in the aging realm. So we talk about how her biological age is 15 years younger than her actual age and what she attributes that to. She talks about hydration tips for both internally and for keeping your skin barrier strong. She gives yet another reason as if we needed more to avoid sugar for the sake of the skin and how excess sugar can break down collagen fibers and age the skin. We go deep on why skin aging happens and some ways that we can slow or stop the process. We talk about what inflammaging is and the biggest drivers of skin aging things we can do internally that help reduce signs of aging and inflammation, the difference between things that just make your skin look younger but can actually harm it in the long term versus things that actually make the skin younger at a cellular level. She said a tip is to clean your skin at night but not to cleanse with cleanser again in the morning to help protect the skin barrier. We talk about the root causes of skin aging and then we talk about a proprietary peptide that they call OS1 and how it addresses the root cause of aging. So if you are interested in aging and skin health, this is a fact-packed episode. She was very fun to talk to. So let's join Dr. Alessandra. Alessandra, welcome and thanks for being here. Thanks, Katie. I'm very excited for our conversation. Thanks for the invite. I'm also very excited for our conversation and we're going to talk a lot about aging and skin health, but on that note, and before we jump into just the skin side, I have from your bio that your biological age is 20 years old and that you are the same age as me, 35. So I would love to hear more about what you attribute that to, because I feel like longevity and aging is a big topic for a lot of people. And that is a big difference with your biological age, which is very impressive. So kudos to you. But what do you attribute that to? Yeah, I mean, a lot of friends are jealous when I show my biological age. And I first measured two years ago. I'm very like naturally a very active person. So I was expecting that I would have like a younger biological age, but not that young. Actually, it's how I feel 20 years old, to be honest. Uh, but I, I think like uh, what I attribute that is a lot of my lifestyle. So I take care of a lot of my sleep. I do meditations early morning. I exercise every day and I have a balanced diet of like mostly plant-based diet. And I changed, I made a lot of those changes on my healthy styles in 2018. So I think I only, I don't have, I don't know how was my biological age before. I only measured in 2020 for the first time, but I think all those things that I added to my routine, daily routine, I think they are contributing to have a lower biological age. I love it. I think you are walking proof for one, but you hit the nail on the head with those factors of sleep being hugely important. We all, I would say of all the over 600 people on this podcast, nobody disagrees that sleep is super important and very beneficial. But I love that you also mentioned meditation and movement. I think those are huge topics as well. And you are definitely, like I said, walking proof that it works. Um, my biological age is also younger than my actual age, not quite as young as yours. I think I'm about 24. But I think also like you, I made a lot of those changes as an adult. And so it's very encouraging to know that we do have so much active control over that process and that changes we make, especially habit changes, can really, really make a big difference there, which I love. Yes, I totally agree. And the most the most important and beauty part of this is that you can start the changes anytime on your life and you can see the benefits and start like slowing down this process of aging. Yes, absolutely. And probably like you, like I feel more energetic and younger now than I actually felt when I was in my 20s. Exactly. The same, the same. I feel like uh Oh my God, living the best of my life. 
<laughs> oh, I love it. And if for anybody not watching the video, you also look like you're about 20. Your skin <laughs> is glowing, which is one of the things I'm also going to be very excited to learn from you today about. But to start off broad, maybe walk us through, people maybe heard that the skin is our body's largest organ, which I would also, I would say maybe is a tie between muscle and skin is the body's two largest organs, both very important. But talk to us about how skin health is connected to overall health and how with the skin being such a large organ, it can tell us a lot about what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Like we always like, we think about the vital organs on our body. We think about heart, we think about kidney, lungs, and we don't think that much about the skin. But the skin has a huge, like uh, um, there's a huge role in our health. It protects, it's the main protective barrier that we have against the external environment. It controls our body temperature, our hydration. So if you have like a healthy skin, a strong skin, you're keeping, you're like uh, securing the health of your, your inner body. And if you're having like dysfunction on this skin, because of the size of the skin, it will be communicating with our body and can have a huge influence. It can be contributing to add to uh, your health and like eventually like the appearance of other diseases and like dysfunction in other organs of, of our body. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like hydration is a huge key for skin health and obviously also for the health of our entire bodies. Any tip on that? Because I feel like people sometimes, for one, just aren't getting enough water to begin with, but also it seems like electrolytes and minerals come into play in a big way when we're hydrating as well. Any tips personally or from your research on hydration? Yeah, on hydration, yeah, you actually like in having drinking water is one of the first thing, like eating vegetables that are rich in water, like cucumber, for instance, can also help on hydration, but especially like uh, protecting, having your skin barrier protected. So like using products that will increase the resilience of your skin barrier, this will help you to not lose the water that you are intaking uh, and keep the hydration of your body. That makes sense. And I feel like you touched on a key point with the water containing foods. And not only, of course, you mentioned you eat a lot of plant foods, but those foods have water in a different form than we get from just drinking water. So it's exceptionally beneficial and also are such a good source of micronutrients. So just another check in the box for eating a wide variety of plant foods and fruits and vegetables being so important. And I also, okay, so you mentioned the skin barrier. Let's talk a little bit more about that because that might be a new term for a lot of people. And I know that this goes far beyond just, you know, putting lotion on when you get out of the shower that like, from what I've read, we have a whole microbiome on our skin, but there's also that whole like balance of hydration and that barrier that's protective. So we're not losing hydration through our skin. Yeah. So the skin barrier, it's like the most of the uh, layer, outmost layer of your skin is what is really like creating the barrier that protects our body, like from the outside. So uh, the skin barrier is formed by keratinocytes that are the cells from the epidermal layer that they stratified and they form this barrier. So there are two things that can happen. One is like, if there is like a aging process happening inside your skin, if there is inflammation happening on your skin, it will affect on how your skin bar barrier is being formed. So we, we are always renewing our skin barrier. So every like 28 days, like we have a new skin barrier. And then um, if your skin like from the inside is not functioning correctly, probably you will also have a dysfunction on your skin barrier. Using lotions can help like you to create that layer on top of your skin that adds the protection. But if you don't, if there's something like not happening from the inside, you will still have like a dysfunction, uh, dysfunction on the skin barrier that will make you lose more water and be more susceptible to uh, pathogens can create more inflammation, more redness on your skin. Yeah, I love that we got to get into that because I feel like that part is not talked about very much. And for me personally, I did a deep dive for a long time into oral health, which there's some similarities like oral microbiome, skin microbiome. And just like with the skin, I feel like when it comes to oral health, people think of like, oh, it's just about what you put on your teeth. It's if you put sugar in your mouth, if you put 
you know, toothpaste on your teeth. But just like you're saying with the skin, there's a whole other layer, which is, are you getting enough of the right fat-soluble vitamins and nutrients through your diet to actually support healthy saliva and healthy production of enamel in your mouth? And that part doesn't get talked about enough. Just like with the skin side, people often think of like, oh, I have a skin problem. I'm just going to only address putting something on top of it out on the outside. But like you're saying, there's this whole balance of what's going in the body, not just on the body. Yeah, and you said something like about eating, eating sugar in the, the oral health. This also like is related with the skin. So sugar, when we eat a lot of sugar, especially processed sugar, and we spike the glucose levels uh, of sugar on our body, this excess of sugar can bind on the collagen of our skin. And this creates like advanced glycation and products. This makes what, what this means. This makes your like collagen fibers to not function perfectly and start degrading. So what you are eating is actually like very like uh, um, connected to your skin health as well. So it's not only what you put on top of your skin, but what you are eating can also like affect your skin health. That's such an important thing to realize as well. Let's also talk about how skin aging happens and maybe also bring in senescent cells because I feel like aging is such a huge industry and such a huge topic, but it seems like there's so much misinformation floating around. There is a lot. So um, aging, aging is a process that's happening continuously throughout all our body. And it's like mainly a loss of the integrity of the function of the cells of our body. So this is this start happening, and the thing is, when you have a dysfunction on your tissue, and you start accumulating this, your body is not functioning properly and gets more susceptible to have like chronic related diseases. That's why when we get to sixty five years old, the chances that we will develop Alzheimer, that we will develop a cancer, diabetes, they start growing exponentially. This is because like we got to a point that like there is this function at the cellular level on our tissues that's like generating this environment that's more susceptible to diseases. So this happens in all our body and this happens, of course, on our skin as well. And we know now in the science community that there are like before it was nine, this year was updated, 12 hallmarks of aging, like 12 dysfunctions at the cellular level that leads to aging. One of them is the accumulation of what you said, senescent cells, that we can call to be easier to understand as damaged cells. So when we are aging, we are like receiving, we are being, especially on the skin, we are being exposed to UV radiation, we are being exposed to different light, and these are causing damage on our cells. And if the cell is not able to repair this damage, it gets to a point that the cell starts not functioning as a young cell anymore, start having like a dysfunction. And usually when it's a damaged cell, they secrete inflammation. So these cells start to secrete inflammation. And this is a normal process that in the beginning tells your body, okay, here's a damaged cell, let's remove it. And uh, our immune system clear the cells out. With aging, like what happened is that our immune system also do not respond anymore as well as when we are young. And these cells start accumulating in our body and they are secreting inflammation. So we like the analogy to say that they are acting like a bad apple in a basket. So they are spoiling the healthy tissue, like they are secreting this bad like signalings that's inflammation. So if you have and you continue having the senescent cell there, you will start like creating this function on, on the tissue. And then on our skin, when you have like you start accumulating senescent cells, this starts like leading to degradation of collagen of extracellular matrix, which leads to sagging of the skin. And this also like impair the renewal of the epidermal layer and the production of the skin barrier. So you have like not strong, a less strong skin barrier. And then coming back to the overall health, like uh, what I was saying uh, before, because the skin is the largest organ 
it, the inflammation that we are accumulating on the skin, it's also like sending the signal into our inner body. So if you have a skin that's accumulating too much senescent cells, that's being damaged, that's not protecting your body, you're signaling to inside your body like inflammation. And this can like be driving other chronic diseases inside of your body. That's why we believe it's very important to maintain the skin health, to maintain like a proper skin barrier, reduce this accumulation of damaged cells on the skin so the skin can act as a young skin, producing what it needs to produce, protecting our body and not like creating this excessive of inflammation. That's even now, like when we are aging, there's a term uh, called inflammaging, the inflammation that accumulates with aging. That makes sense. So basically, inflammation sort of speeds up the process of skin aging. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So what we want to do is like to reduce this uh, excess of inflammation. So your like healthy skins, they don't get like contaminated because the inflammation can act on a healthy cell, transforming the cell to also become uh, senescent, to also start secreting inflammation. And then when you have like a lot of inflammation on your skin, you do not produce like a proper skin barrier. And it's very interesting because we're able like to really reproduce this in the lab. So in our lab, we build uh, 3D skin models. And the way we do this is like having the two main skin cells, fibroblasts and keratinocytes. The fibroblasts, they go on a layer of collagen that forms like the derms of the skin. And on top of this, we put the keratinocytes that produce this skin barrier. So if you have cells from a 30 years old donor, and you build the skin, you usually get a very like beautiful stratification and a skin barrier. If I induce damage on the fibroblast before and the cells are secreting inflammation, when I try to build the skin, the skin barrier is completely uh, compromised. So this shows like how the inflammation uh, that's accumulating on the skin is kind of like uh, unbalancing the health, healthy state of the skin. And in a minute, I want to go deep on ways we can undo that inflammation, but I want to learn a little bit more about this because I know you guys measure skin aging also in your lab and you, like we talked about your biological age at the beginning, you also do biological age of skin, right? So can you walk us through how you measure skin aging and maybe like just some of the information you've gathered from that research? So yes, of course. So uh, we all know, and it's easy to understand the concept of chronological age is the age that like we are born, the earth go around the sun one year, two years, we are all like aging on the same speed. Everyone that was born April 3rd, 1987, it will turn 36 years old this year. But the way our body is aging, the way our cells are responding, this depends a lot on like each person's lifestyle and how they are treating their body. So our organs, our cells, they can be aging in different speed, even if we have the same chronological age. So we are able now to measure this biological age. This means we look to the DNA and we can like determine the age of that skin. And that age can be very close to the age, uh, the chronological age can be like advanced, meaning like the that the, the skin is behaving as an older skin, or it can be like um, younger, meaning that skin is behaving as a younger skin. So we have developed a specific algorithm to measure the skin biological age. Because like the different tissues of our body, they age differently. And because we were very specific learning like the aging process of the skin for us was important to understand the, the small nuances that can happen on the skin that if you measure through a saliva sample or to a blood, maybe you will not get exactly what's going on on the skin. So we build an algorithm that reads the DNA of the skin and is able like to determine if a skin, the biological, the true, what we say, the true age of the skin. And with this tool, we are now able to see if any like interference made on that skin using a topical product or like when we are searching for a new active, if they are really like targeting aging and like reversing the biological age of the skin, or if they are only like treating the symptoms that makes the skin look younger, but it's not yet functioning as a younger skin. 
Yeah, I feel like you guys are really pioneering this. Like a lot of companies claim to fight aging, but you're actually like measuring tangibly if it's actually working or not. And I would guess there are probably just like we talked about with dental health and skin health, there's some internal factors that come into play here as well. And I know we'll talk about the topical ones that you guys have really done the research on as well. But I would love to hear what are some of the like kind of worst offenders that we can do internally or lifestyle factors that are going to increase skin aging and inflammation and or what are some of the best ways we can improve that from the inside out? And then we'll talk about the outside products we can use too. Yeah. So from the inside, as I was mentioning before, like uh, there's several like uh, what you're eating, uh, sugar is really like excess of sugar is really bad to your skin because it can really like uh, bind to collagen. Water, like hydration, uh, vegetables that are rich in water are also very good for your skin aging. And the other thing when we are talking about like how, because a lot of people think about their skin and that's also okay as their appearance, right? We associate a lot with the aesthetics. We want to look good. I'm talking about the skin health. I'm talking about like the skin functioning uh, as a, a young uh, tissue. So a lot of times like to make your skin look younger, uh, there are like several like very abrasive, like intense, like uh, procedures that you can do that may harm your skin. So a lot of like deep peeling, uh, if you do, if you think about you're exposing your skin to more like the environment, so you can be increasing like the inflammation of the skin. So there is like a combination that we need to think about if you're trying to get a better appearance of your skin, think of like combining also like on treating your skin to not only look younger, but actually function younger. So you are like helping your body and not only like just masking some symptoms of the aging process. That makes sense. And so another check for hydration and avoiding excess sugar, which are other definite themes among podcast guests for general health as well. These are things that, like you said, they're going to benefit many aspects of bodily health. And I know that you guys have done specific research into some things that can be used topically that sound like they actually improve the skin from the internal side as well and sort of help reverse that process. Can you walk us through what those are and how you found them? So, yeah. So what what we are able to do is like we, we created a platform where we replicate the aging process in vitro. And then with this platform, we are able like to measure the biomarkers, markers that are associated with aging on the skin. So markers that will tell me if I have more like inflammation in my skin, if I having more like of this senescent damage cells on the skin. And I also can look to the structure and see how the skin barrier, if it's strong or if it's being disrupted. So this tool allow us to test different topical products and also like to find and identify new actives. So when we started the, our research, what we noticed was that the products that we were testing, they do not target the markers of aging. So they can they can sometimes make your skin produce more collagen, which will plump your skin, which will create a better, better appearance of your skin, but you're still accumulating damaged cells on your skin. So it's a young looking skin that has still in the inside accumulated damage. So what we did in our research when we realized that and saw this opportunity was to build a screening platform that would target the accumulation of damaged cells on the skin. So we were looking for new peptides that could like reduce the accumulation of these damaged uh, cells. And with that, you are able like to allow the young cells of your tissue to function properly and to produce like a, a healthy skin. So using this platform that we identify our proprietary molecule that we call OS1. Yeah. And then from what I understand, it's a peptide, like you said. So, and I feel like these are just now like really hitting the mainstream and people are excited about peptides, but I haven't heard as much about them from the skin side. So I love that you guys are really pioneering that. I think people may have heard of people using injectable peptides, for instance, for all kinds of different things within the body. But this one is very, very specific to the skin. And unlike some of the others, you're not having to inject this. It can actually be used topically, right, to get the same benefit? Yes. And uh, it's very important is because uh, 
We also, because we have this platform, we are also able to measure and to ensure that the peptide can penetrate the layers of the skin. So there is a lot of products sometimes that has like components that they they say they claim they have uh, some molecules that they actually, they don't act, they're not doing anything to your skin because they are not able to penetrate. So we're able like to use in our platform mark the peptide and we guarantee that the peptide like it's able to uh, penetrate the skin and then like you can see the benefits of the action of the peptide on the skin. And I've seen some really impressive before and after photos from people with you guys. I know you're measuring this in the lab. Are people seeing in general a reduction in their skin age from this and like how long does that process take? People are probably listening going like how do I do that and how long does it take? Yeah so for us like first was the reverse side. We started on the lab and we were seeing like the benefits when we treat the skins with the peptide and then came the question like when we apply we will be able to see uh, because I cannot be measuring like the cell cellular level of the all the time so will I be able to see like improvement on our skin and then we formulated and we got to formulas that we are able like to uh, truly see. We, did, we ran clinical studies. So on our clinical studies, after six weeks of continuous use, you do see like a better appearance of your skin. And we measured this skin barrier on the clinical study. That was what we were seeing like very like extensively in the lab, we were able to see the improvement uh, on the skin barrier function after six weeks of use. So we we are already in the market for two years. There's a lot of people using. Some people claim like results faster than that. Like after two weeks, they already like seeing the results, the benefits, especially like of first is like the hydration that happens, but the deep result that comes with time. And because we are aging all the time and we are being exposed to damage all the time, uh, we treat our product as a topical supplement. It's something that you will continue use to help you slow down the aging process and to help you like keep your skin on the healthy state. I think it's very synergistic to how I think as well. And I mentioned the oral health side and I've formulated products, especially in the oral health world. And that was my thought as well as like, it seems to me that the absolute baseline should be we avoid anything really harmful in our products, even though there are many products that do contain harmful ingredients. To me, that should be the bare minimum. But also if we know that the skin is the body's largest organ or that the mouth, anything that enters the mouth enters the body, for instance, my thought was, how do we then put beneficial things? How do we make use of that in a good way? And you guys are doing this with skincare in the way that I'm trying to do it with oral care and hair care. And I love, I feel like the more companies we have like this, it's going to help shift the market, which desperately I think needs to be shifted. This episode is sponsored by one of my favorite companies, Just Thrive, and specifically their probiotic and Just Calm supplements, which I absolutely love. If you have felt stressed lately or you ever wake up at night with frantic thoughts and can't calm yourself down and fall back asleep, these might be a solution for you. To me, those are the absolute worst nights and it happens to all of us at some point. But I finally have a solution that is an insider secret to help manage stress a little better this year and to live your best and healthiest life. Basically, you can beat stress before it beats you by adding these natural products to your daily routine. Just Thrive Probiotic and their new Just Calm. Just Thrive is taking the supplement industry by storm and with good reason. I've mentioned them before, I'm sure you've heard me talk about them, and it's because their products really work. Their probiotic supports digestive, immune, and total body health, and actually produces antioxidants right in the gut, which separates it from many other probiotics out there. Once it arrives in the gut, it acts like a personal gardener, safely eliminating bad bacteria and replenishing the good. And the best part is, it can be opened and sprinkled into any food and drinks, including baked goods. So it's the perfect probiotic for your whole family. I often sprinkle these into anything I cook, even at heat or into smoothies for my kids. And for next level stress busting and mood support, I am a huge fan of their new Just Calm. This product has been scientifically proven to quickly promote a healthy response to everyday stress. Think about sitting in traffic or picking up your kids and encourage a steady, serene, and more balanced mood while increasing mental clarity, focus, and alertness, and even supporting energy and better sleep. I'm a huge fan of this one. 
It's true stress management built for our modern day social media filled stressful world. And every product is backed by real clinically proven results. There's no fake marketing, no claims, no unsavory ingredients, just things that help you take control of your health again. Their products are all natural and they have a money back guarantee. So if you want to up your wellness game and beat bloat and digestive issues and reduce your stress, you can save 20% off a 90 day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm by going to justthrivehealth.com and using the promo code MAMA20. That's M-A-M-A-20 at the website justthrivehealth.com. And it's like getting a whole month for free when you do it this way. While you're there, check out all of their research-backed products for optimal gut and immune health and so much more. I am a huge fan of their products. They're a part of my regular routine, and I know that you will love them as well. This episode is brought to you by Plant Therapy, which has been my go-to source for essential oils for years. I love so many of their blends. They have an entire kid-safe line that I love because I know it's safe to use around my kids. And I often turn to many of their products, especially ones like deodorizing and tranquility that make my house smell amazing while also providing the benefits of essential oils. All of their oils are affordable and clean, and they have an amazing customer service team to make sure that you love all of the products that you try. They have really pure, high quality essential oils, including, as I mentioned, a kid safe line for anyone with kids to make sure that kids are safe for whatever oils you're using because some oils are not recommended for use, especially undiluted with kids. They have testing, safety, and education with transparency that you can trust about all of their products and disclose all of the ingredients in each blend on their website so that you know exactly what you're getting. Their KidSafe branded line of essential oils are safe for you and your children, and they offer free shipping and returns on all of their products. Like I said, these are a regular part of my routine in my home. They keep my home smelling amazing. I personally use their Tranquility Blend in a diffuser by my bed at night for amazing sleep. And my kids now are even in the habit of getting some of their blends started in the diffusers to keep our entire house smelling amazing. And they have very specific blends for every malady you could think of, whether it's an upset stomach or respiratory issues whatever it may be, they have a blend specific to that. And I always keep many, many of their blends on hand. You can find out more and get an exclusive discount by going to planttherapy.com slash VIP slash wellness mama, and make sure to use the code wellness mama for 10% off your first purchase. Again, that's planttherapy.com slash VIP slash wellness mama, and make sure to use the code wellness mama to save 10%. We've talked about the skin barrier quite a bit, which I think is so fascinating to understand at a deeper level. And just based on what you said, I'm guessing that there are some other things we can be aware of to help make sure we're not breaking down that skin barrier. So you guys have this topical supplement that is basically like an advanced form of skincare, but are there other things people need to be aware of either avoiding or doing to help support the skin barrier? Like I would guess maybe harsh, really harsh cleansers and detergent-based cleansers can break that down by pulling out oils, but are there other things we need to be aware of? So yeah, as you you were talking, like cleaning the skin is like very, uh, can harm your skin barrier if you do excessively, like uh, especially exfoliation of your skin, you can like disrupt the skin barrier. There are several like acids that are used to treat the skin that can also like create that peeling effect that can also like disrupt the skin barrier. So you need to be careful like with using those type of like uh, treatments and cream. Using sunscreen is also like the first number one way of protecting your skin because excessive excessive, like sun exposure can also like disrupt the skin barrier. Gotcha. And it seemed like, yeah, everything in the right dose, like certain, like I mentioned morning sunlight a lot because of the health benefits for sleep and for everything else, but it's always within that, like the dose makes the poison, like light is important, too much can be harmful, et cetera. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The sun is super important because it helps our skin to produce vitamin D, but we cannot like be overexposed to the sun because then the sun can start to damage a lot our skin. Makes sense. And so then also would choosing like gentler cleansers also be a good thing? Or I know some people like the oil cleansing method where you're using natural oils. What do you think of things like that as more protective of the skin barrier? Or what do you do for cleansing? Yeah, the oil-based cleansers, uh, 
they 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 are like by nature more protective of the skin barrier but the way like that they clean and how you feel this is a little bit personal like i cannot i don't deal very well with oil based cleansers because i feel that my skin gets too oily and i'm not like really removing uh, i don't like the way my skin feels at the end so there are like a lot of like but they do not disrupt the skin barrier this is true so this is positive so there are other like daily uh, cleansers that are able like to uh, remove your impurities and makeup and leftover without disrupting, without having like harmful like ingredients uh, that can destroy your skin barrier. One tip that we give as well is like to always clean your skin at night, like because you went through the day, you had the sunscreen, sometimes makeup. So it's very important to clean your skin at night. But if you clean your skin and just like go to bed, when you wake up, if you're not doing anything, you don't need to clean again with a cleanser. Like just like washing with water is already enough and you can add your moisturizer on top. There's no need to be like uh, using daily like cleansers like twice if you just like uh, had a night of sleep and you didn't pass anything on your skin or didn't went out or, or things like that. So a way of like trying to avoid stripping that much the skin. That's great to know because that actually saves people time and saves people work. Yeah, that's great. Are there anything other things we can do to prevent skin aging? I know this like the peptide is a huge one, but are there other things we can do that help slow or Yeah, I, as I was saying, like sunscreen, like protecting from excessive sun, it's the number one to uh, prevent skin aging. Then having always like your skin moisturized and especially like if you have as our product, like a peptide that can really target the causes of aging, it's important because it decreases the inflammation and taking care of like, hydration of what you are eating, also sleep. Like when we have a bad night of sleep, you can see it on your skin, right? The skin tells a lot when we are too anxious. Uh, so taking care of like your mental health, taking care of all your holistic health will help on your skin health as well. Awesome. And then any other like worst offender beauty products or things that you want people to avoid, like I would guess even like really just in, like a lot of thick makeup over time could probably be not great for the skin barrier as well. Yeah. Uh, makeup, like if you use and you remove it at night, it can be okay. Like, but look into your products that you're using, avoiding parabens, fragrance. It's not good for your skin as well. Uh, alcohol. So avoiding some harmful ingredients. It's also beneficial to 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 your skin. Gotcha. And I have also in the show notes, I often ask guests, like if you were going to give a TED talk in a week, what would you give it on? And I loved your answer because you said it would be about losing the fear of aging and the secret to longevity and healthy skin. So I would love to just hear if there's anything else under that umbrella that you want to share with the listeners today. Yeah, I feel like uh, my mindset changed so much since I started like uh, researching this field of longevity seven years ago, because when I was growing up, I was really like afraid of getting older. If you ask to me, like, ah, do you want to live until 80 years old? I like that's the maximum. Like, I don't want to get older because getting older, it's related with having diseases, uh, getting Alzheimer. I will be in bed. I don't want that. And then like uh, learning and studying aging. Now I know like that most of like our way of aging is determined more from our lifestyle choices, what we are doing today than our genetics. So we are on, on control of the way that we age. And if we age, if we are able like to increase, to use science, to use your knowledge of like the, the choices that you're taking on your life, you will get to 80, 80 years old feeling, feeling healthy, like moving, like communicating, having like a, a good time with your family. And if you're living in a good health, you probably like, you will not be afraid of being old. You will definitely even like want to live longer. So uh, the science of aging and understanding the mechanism of aging, and even like how skin can be playing an important role there, made me lose the fear of getting older and made me like uh, embrace even more the life. I love it. What is the saying? Like, don't fear aging. It's a privilege denied to so many. 
exactly yeah this yeah. Is, uh, it's it's everything like uh, on our mindset and how we look to life and how we take actions because everything that i'm saying the basics they're not new to anyone we know that we need to uh, have a balanced diet we know that we need to exercise we know that we need to take care of our sleep but we don't do that why so we need to be responsible for our own like uh, aging process take like responsibility and start making the changes because later on those changes like just they become a habit and you're just like you're this new person that exercise every day and if you don't you miss so it's not that it's hard for me to wake up and go to the gym I'm like I wake up yay it's it, it's a good thing for my body I feel better when I do it so it's a, a change that it takes a little bit in the beginning but the benefits it's to the long term and I'm really like believing that uh, um, I'm not, at least I don't have fear anymore of aging. I love it. And I never miss the chance when I given one to say, I say this so often on here that we're each our own primary healthcare provider, because at the end of the day, like we're the one putting those inputs in our body every day and choosing our daily habits that like you said, those really are what determine how we age and the course of our life and whether or not we might get a disease or not, there's so much we actually do have control over and it's not at all just genetics. And there's even identical twin studies that really illustrate that because they have the same DNA and based on their lifestyle choices, they'll have a completely different expression of that happening as they age. And so I think that's actually, like you said, very encouraging because it means there is so much within our control and within our own power to change. And I feel like things like this, this is like one more layer that helps really tie all those pieces in together and brings the skin into it, which I love. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree with everything you said. Well, and we've mentioned your products a couple of times. I want to make sure I'll, of course, link to them in the show notes, but just walk people through the products you guys do have that you formulated around this specific peptide. Yeah. So uh, during our research and the beginning of the company where we were just like uh, trying to understand aging and our first like goal was to have this platform that would evaluate the efficacy of like molecules, we identified like that there was nothing targeting root causes of aging. And that's how, like, as I said, as I explained, we did a screening to find a new molecule that is our proprietary peptide OS1. That's the main hero active in all our formulas. So with that uh, peptide, we start formulating uh, products to use. First on your face was the, our first product that's the most exposed area of our body, but also like a body lotion that's able like to treat your whole body, like and decrease this inflammation that's happening with aging, especially when we are uh, later ages on our life that we can reduce this inflammation and keep like a, a healthy skin on your whole body. We also developed like a daily cleanser that's very like gentle and able like just like to remove the impurities and prepare your skin to the absorption of our peptide. We showed uh, in our lab that if you combine both products, you're able to uh, duplicate the amount, uh, uh, almost double the amount of uh, peptide that can penetrate and the benefits of our products when using the cleanser. So uh, we are now like uh, uh, going to launch in the end of February an eye cream where we specifically use skin from the eyelid. We use this skin in the lab. This skin is way more like uh, thin and more like uh, it can be induced damage easier because it's a thinner skin. So we use this and it will sag easily. So we use the skin to adapt to like the specific amount of peptide for this type of the skin and we developed an eye cream uh, and our goal this year is still to launch our sunscreen and with that have this like kind of almost minimalist basic steps to pro to promote skin health that you can associate with other therapies other treatments uh, but per se like it's already like a good combo uh, to protect your skin. That makes sense with the eyes too, because that's often where people get wrinkles first is around the eyes where the skin is thinner. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'll say I got to try an early release of the eye product and I love it. So definitely recommend your guys' products. The lotion's amazing as well. Before we started recording, I was saying I was coaching a track meet for 13 hours on Saturday and it was freezing cold and really sunny and really windy. And so I had a lot of like sun, wind, cold damage on my skin. And when I put the lotion on, it felt like it was just like drinking it and it felt so much better 
instantly. So I will definitely link to the products in the show notes at wellnessmama.fm for you guys listening. Um, and there, I think there's a special page just for Wellness Mama listeners. So that will be there. Uh, a few questions I love to ask toward the end of interviews. The first being if there is a book or number of books that have profoundly influenced your life and if so, what they are and why. So yeah, there is one book called uh, A New Earth from Eckhart Tolle. I always like, I say his name is hard for me to pronounce, but this book, A New Earth, uh, I read it in 2018 and was like when I was starting the research, like I was two years researching aging and it really was a book that uh, grounded me to my inner self and the understanding of like how I react and respond to things that are not under my control and like to be more grounded and more centered on uh, being grateful uh, to the things that I have on hands and how I deal with the things that are like not under my control. So I used to have a lot of like anxiety a little bit because we suffer a lot from imagination and not from reality. This is also a quote from another, uh, from Seneca, that's uh, I'm also like very into stoicism nowadays. But this book, A New Earth, was the first like beginning of this kind of like me going more deep on my spiritual spirituality and like uh, my connection with my inner self. And uh, even like when I started to meditate as well was like coincidentally after this book. And it really like teach a lot of like what is our ego and how we are dealing to our lives, how we look to to everything around us and even like how we behave and behave towards others. So this was a a, a good book for me. Definitely second your recommendation. I loved that book as well. And lastly, any parting advice for the listeners today that could be related to skin health and everything we've talked about or entirely unrelated life advice? I mean, for the skin health, I have said a lot of like different things. So uh, another advice, like this is a lifestyle advice that I give to myself every day is to uh, every day like be grounded to the present and always like try your best each day, uh, whatever is the task that you're going to do, just always try to do your best and be present at that moment. Because the things that we learn every day, they are the things that no one will never take from us. So we can like switch jobs later on, we can something uh, change our relationship, but what we learned uh, this we will take with us and this will help us on ways that maybe now I don't know why I'm learning this, if it will be helpful or not, but eventually like you can be using uh, the learnings uh, on another different task. So being present in every task that you commit to do and trying your best and always learning, uh, it's always my reminder to like always try my best every day and like continue learning because learning what I learned no one will take out of me I will take forever with me I love it I think that's a beautiful place to wrap up for today thank you so much for your time and for being here and for sharing today thank you so much Katie I enjoyed a lot this conversation I hope everyone enjoyed as well thank you all for listening yeah. And as you said, thanks to all of you for listening, for sharing your most valuable resources, your time, your energy, and your attention with us today. We're both so grateful that you did. And I hope that you will join me again on the next episode of the Wellness Mama podcast. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time. And thanks as always for listening.